Welcome and thanks for joining us on today's episode of Discussions with Derek and Susan. You can catch us on all major listening platforms and you can watch Derek and Susan live in the studio on YouTube. Now let's hand it over to Derek and Susan. Welcome to Discussions with Derek and Susan. We hope that you're blessed. If you could help us to get the word out, hit the subscribe button if you've not done so. Uh, share it with someone, like with someone. Give us your comments and your feedback. If you have any questions, you can write to us at info at We're going to be having some question and answers at the end of this uh, series that we do. And uh, we'd love to have your questions and be able to answer them and, and make it a little bit personal to whatever it is that you are uh, wondering about or desiring about and anything we talked about or anything else. And to, today we're going to continue uh, our series. We're talking on the marketplace and today we want to talk about kings and priests. And, uh, you know, there's a wrong mindset many times and that came, especially in the 70s and 80s, mm -hmm. that you're either a king or a priest. And that's an Old Testament theology uh, where uh, you're either in one arena or the other. And we know in the Old Testament, Saul got into trouble because uh, he came out and uh, he wasn't a priest and he began to offer the sacrifice and do the priestly right. duty and God had called him as a king. And so right. this mindset has uh, invaded the church many mm -hmm. times, and in many places it's still there. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we need to, to to come to understanding what God calls us in the New Testament, that we says we're called after the line of Melchizedek, um, that it was both a king and a priest. Jesus operated in a kingly ministry. He's the king of kings and lord of lords, and also as a priest, um, the king comes from uh, the the people to God, and the, the priest comes from God to the people. And so uh, we need to be operating in both of those arenas. So uh, how do you, um, Susan, you know, as being a, a businesswoman, you're also in the priestly role uh, as mm -hmm. a pastor. How do you maneuver and manage those two things for people offering, um, listening? How can we break that down for them to give them an understanding to be that, have that influence as a king and a priest? You know, there are uh, many years ago, I had the same kind of mentality, right? The old wine skin about you know, if I'm, I want to serve God, I must quit my, you know, job and come in full time. And I was all ready to do that. I was all ready to serve the Lord with all my heart, you know. And when the, uh, when we heard the Lord said that we had to come back here and to redig the wells, to uh, start a ministry, to call people back, you know, uh, on bended knees before the Lord, um, I... I, I told God, I said, I'm willing, you know, I, I'm willing to give up my business, give up my career to just follow Derek and do what is needed to be done in Orange County. Uh, however, instead of, you know, God, instead of telling me, okay, well done, you know, send in your resignation and resign. <laughs> uh, instead, he told me something. He said, um, he asked me to raise up a team, a team of people in the financial industry to glorify his name. So I was really very puzzled then. In fact, you know, I didn't understand. I said, God, you called me to come back to America. Then, you know, what is going to happen to this team? You know, if I raise them up, what's going to happen? But God gave me a very specific sign and God, uh, God was with me. And immediately when I received the sign, I knew it was the Lord. And I went forward and I said, I set up my uh, agency in my uh, consultancy business and pe uh, God brought the people into the business and then the business prospered and subsequently God called me out. Uh, and when God called me out into to America, he provided through the business and continuously spoke to me about what needs to be done in, in the business world. So I realized that God has called me not just to be a minister in the church, 
but also to be in the, uh, a minister in the marketplace. And I do believe that uh, in this time, God is pouring out His anointing and anoint, uh, anointing ministers in the marketplace uh, and uh, to you know to bring about revival in the marketplace. You know, and and so I I believe in the merging of these two, the merging of the pulpit and the marketplace together. Uh, I also believe that a great revival is coming, great salvation is coming, and it's going to come through the marketplace. Yeah, and so um, it's it's embracing that you know God's way of doing things. I think it's nothing new. It's in the scripture. I mean, Paul uh, was in the ministry, but he also had a tent making business. Um, Peter, you know, went to follow Jesus. He said, come in, I'll make you fishers of men. But what happened when Jesus was crucified and buried, Jesus went back to fishing. I mean, Peter went back to fishing, which meant he still had his business. It was still active. It definitely had to have been profitable. Uh, Luke was a doctor. You know, and so there were all through the Bible, we see, you know, Aquila and Priscilla, which were wealthy business people who also were serving in the church. All through the New Testament, we see people that were um, kings and priests and operating in that way. And so we're talking a lot about, um, you know, the the priests operating as kings. I think, you know, in ministry, for me as a pastor, I still do business. You're pastoring, you do business. You kind of went from business into pastoring. Um, and so um, there's two sides of that. And, and so we many times, for us, in our perspective, you know, we're leading church, we're doing ministry, and we talk about also being a king. But what about for those in the kingly ministry? They're not really operating in the priestly ministry. Let's kind of flip this coin. Um, and how does that look like for business people that maybe they're listening, they're watching right now, and they're like, well, I'm not really doing the priestly thing. I go to church and I'm an usher, you know, but I'm not operating in that priestly role. How do they bring that role into the marketplace? Well, you know, in the New Testament, we're all called to be priests, isn't it? God says that he has called us a holy nation, a royal priesthood. So yeah. everyone is a priest in one dimension to another, uh, one dimension or another. You know, you, you may not be a fivefold minister as in you have a title ordained, you know, but uh, you an are, office, yeah, yeah you're, in, you're not, you don't have an office, but it doesn't mean that you should not perform your priestly role. Uh, all of us are called to be uh, the priests, you know, to stand in the gap for between the living and the dead. So, as so, uh, so a priest is someone who stands in the gap for people before God, right. Right. So uh, if you are a businessman or people working in the marketplace, uh, you have the responsibility and God has anointed you to stand in the gap for the people that you are working with. Right. So whoever is in that marketplace working with you, they are sheep without a shepherd. So and many of them will not come to the come to church. They may not want to step in into uh, the four walls of a church, but they have met someone who represents the church, and that's you. I see a wind blowing on the nations of the earth, stirring the hearts of men and bringing refreshing. As it continues to blow, it gains momentum and becomes an unstoppable torrent that sets things in order in the earth. The sleeping giant is awakening through the power of the Holy Spirit. A people, the church, activated in the gifts and demonstration of the Spirit. Altars are filled with repentant hearts longing for a move of God. I see a great awakening has begun.
So, you know, the key is to adopt. All of us must be uh, must act as a role of a priest and 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 adopt the responsibility as a shepherd. And so that if there's anyone who is a sheep and who hasn't found their shepherd, then it is our priestly role to intercede for them and to adopt them as our sheep in our fold until they uh, until they find their own spiritual home, whether is it the same home as you or another home, but find their spiritual home, find a, a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and encounter their Father in heaven. Yeah, and so I think we need to kind of break down the religious mindset that the priest only operates in the church. And so that's where we get this confusion because we're out in the marketplace. And so we think, well, if I'm going to be a priest, I have to be doing the priestly role in the church. Um, but in the New Testament, that that's uh, not the concept. In the New Testament, the church is the equipping place. Mm-hmm. The fivefold ministry, Ephesians 4, equip the saints to do what? The work of the ministry, to be the king and be the priest. Right. And so in the marketplace, and you know, you said this, but just to reiterate again, if I'm a CEO, I'm a priest over my employees. Mm-hmm. If I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a priest over my vendors and those that I'm doing business with, my customers. Um, you know, if I'm in arts and entertainment, what I'm a priest over those that I come in contact with in that industry. And so breaking it down that we can be uh, the priest coming before God on behalf of people, um, coming you know, from God to people right. in that place, um, wherever God has placed us. And so that's right. really what that means. So yeah, we can still serve our church. I believe in the local church, be an usher, do something you can. But if you're not a fivefold ministry, um, minister, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, that doesn't mean that you don't have a priestly role. Uh, we all do. We're all kings and priests. And in that place of influence that we mm-hmm. talk, we're kind of building what we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. God wants us to be, you know, and I love uh, one of my, our, our, my, um, you know, spiritual fathers and, and uh, our apostolic council, apostle Mike Connell. Um, he always shares the story of how uh, when he was a teacher and uh, in his classroom, he would go into his classroom and, you know, there were a lot of delinquents in the school and, you know, it was, it was not the best school, but he would go and pray over um, all the chairs and he would go and pray for all the students. And the kids would come into his classroom and they were in other classrooms and they were very distracted. They were very disorientated. But when they would come into his classroom, it's like they were different kids mm-hmm. and um, they were studious and they would engage. Their grades came up. There was peace in the class and all of that. And all the other teachers were like, what's going on? And even the kids felt there was something different. Why? Because he stood in his spiritual authority. The influence he had was over his classroom. And what did he do? He took on that role of being a priest. And God began to teach him uh, more about walking in spiritual authority in that. And right. so and so our marketplace is actually our mission field. Yeah. Right. And that is the, the mission field that we are all with every day, day in and day out. We are in our mission field, but we are not doing the mission work. And, and uh, the thing is, many of us have this concept that true meaningful mission work is you pack your bag and go to some third world country <laughs> and just hand out things and, and pray for people. And those are good things. But how often can you go on a mission work? And are you building and anything? Are, are you building anything? Or is it, um, is it something that God has called you to? And many believers have realized that they are so uh, conflicted conflicted because they want to do live great lives for God. And their concept is the only way I live great life is that I, I go to India or Cambodia or China and, and do all this. But not everyone is called 
uh, the same way. But every day, every day, we're called into our mission field in the marketplace. So what are we doing in those mission field? So it is very important for us to understand that. And I want to also say this, that Jesus didn't start his ministry in the synagogue. He started his ministry in the marketplace. The first church was birthed in the marketplace, right? The upper room is a marketplace. And, and uh, Jesus, in the last day, when he carried his cross, he carried his cross through the busiest street yeah. in the marketplace. The highway, yeah. That must speak something to us that is symbolical to what we need to urgently do and not neglect the marketplace and rise up as priesthood. Yeah, so we need to be set free, you know, where God put us in that place of influence, you know, bringing kingdom culture, as we spoke about last week, but also seeing ourselves as anointed by God, yes. um, given the authority by God mm, to, to wherever he's put us and, right. um, and begin to get that. And I think that's the key. That's where the revival, that's where the move of God, this is part of the awakening that yes. happens. Um, of course, we'll have the church and we bring people into the church, but um, Jesus got into their boat, you know, mm-hmm. and preached and they followed him. He didn't invite them to a service or to a crusade. So mm-hmm. we've got to be the same, get into people's boats as we're there, um, speak their language, um, be an influence for them, be the priest that God's called us to do. And that's our ministry. That's as great as any of the yeah. fivefold ministries that we have. Uh, those ministries equip us to do what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. So we want you to be free. Get into a church that believes that if you're not in church, get into a place that you can get equipped get empowered, get strategy to be in the marketplace and be a priest, be a king, go out. God wants to prosper us as kings and priests so we can go out, be influenced, have God's favor on us. And as we're faithful in the little, give us faithful over much and take ownership over what God has put into us. Be that influencer, be a king and priest. We hope you've been blessed today. You can hit the subscribe button, share this with someone like, put some comments in there. If you want to be uh, mentored in business, uh, consider prayerfully being a business uh, a breakthrough, a partner with us, a breakthrough ministry partner with us. And uh, we want to network with you. We want to help you and your ministry and your business to break through into what God has called you to as a king and priest. You can go to our website at DerekDunn.org and find more information. There's a link below your screen and do that. We bless you and we pray that you will be set free to be the kings and priests God has called you to. And we'll see you next week as we continue our discussion on the marketplace.